Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Yeah, that's right. What is going on? We're back. We're here. We're with you. When I say we, I mean me. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529. I'm Rick Tittle. It's downtown San Francisco. The venue is the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network, the network that started it all. Slice bread, model tees, did the internet with Al Gore, and bringing back sports talk on a coast-to-coast basis, 24-7. That's right. I said 24-7, so we'd love to hear from you. The great thing about this show, the 24-hour network, as I mentioned, (laughs) is that I'm so great. No, is that uh, I would love to uh, talk any sport with you, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, chill ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. Would love to uh, hear from you that way as well. But 1-800-878-PLAY is the way you get in. Uh, Chris Garcia, one of our uh, favorite comedians, a guy who's always in a good mood. See if he lives up to that. Probably will. Uh, he's in town for Sketchfest, and he's doing a couple of shows. He's got Adam Caden Holland, Beth Stelling, people who have been in here. Um, we'll talk to Chris. Also, Mike Stone. Great name, sounds like a soap opera star. But uh, Mike Stone is the man behind the Golden Gate Kennel Club dog show, which is going to be this weekend at the Cow Palace. He's going to be in studio. Did he bring a dog? I don't know. Joan Embry. Uh, we'll check it out. And then also Bruce Marshall will join us. And uh, as always, Bruce is a guy who uh, talks hockey with us from Las Vegas with the gold sheet. Big shout-out to the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network worldwide, 177 countries. Also uh, on the Internet at SportsByline.com. Streaming along, emails rick at SportsByline.com. Then the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, twitch.tv. There I am. Come on back. Let's do this. I don't even recognize myself anymore. 
I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for tuning in. Rick Tittle with you. For the next three hours, we're talking sports, and I'd love to have you. Can we start that over? Can we get a mulligan? We can't. doesn't matter. Well, I'd love to have you be a part of this shit. That's what I'm trying to say. 1-800-878-PLAY. Whenever you are the number one overall pick in any sport, there's going to be a lot of hype for you. People will look forward to seeing what you can do. 
And then every once in a while, you're the number one overall pick, and then you get super hyped. And I think that would probably be the case for Zion Williamson when he came out of Duke. He um, is already the heaviest player in the NBA, but he does things that I've never seen before uh, in the college game. And that is a guy who's nearly 300 pounds blocking a three-point shot from the paint. (laughs) That's how high this guy can get up. But as he was drafted by the um, Pelicans in New Orleans who – When they won that draft lottery, this was like winning the lottery that had Tim Duncan or David Robinson. It was one of those ones where, like, wow, we got him. Not you, Knicks fans. Because remember, Knicks fans, okay, we're getting Zion. They were getting KD. They were getting Kyrie. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, go back up a bit. Why are you getting Zion? You have a 14% chance, along with the other two schmucks that finished in the bottom three. You have a 14% chance. The Durant and Kyrie is something else. But why do you think you're going to go, we're getting Zion, we were the worst team? You didn't. New Orleans. And I know this was something that was not on the take for the first time. Because like Patrick Ewing in 85, which was on the take, ice cold card, Rod Thorne. This time I'm sure Adam Silver was like, oy vey, New Orleans. But... You had to wait for him because, as I said, he's 285 pounds, and he had some damage to his lower body. So they always say in hockey, he has a lower body injury. That could be a broken ankle, a a twisted ankle, a kneecap, a thigh, lower body. And there were those who said, you know what, he's so heavy, but he's so lithe. His tendons, his bones, everything about him he can't play, though. He has to relearn how to walk, relearn how to run. What? What are you talking about? Now, I know that at my alma mater, St. Mary's, we had a guy, speaking to Tim Duncan, who went up against Tim Duncan in March Madness when St. Mary's played Wake. And every time Tim Duncan tried to shoot a shot, Brad Millard, big continent, he would block it. And Tim Duncan said, that was the toughest guy I ever played against. That was a Tim Duncan quote, the toughest guy I ever played against because Brad Millard was like seven foot five and he went like 320, not just big country, big continent, bigger than Bryant Reeves out of where he was, OK State, I think. And then he went to the Vancouver Grizzlies, which is a nickname that makes much more sense, like Lakers and Dodgers and Jazz and Flames. But he was too heavy for his own feet and he had, I think he wore like size 18 feet. They have his uh, high tops in the glass case out in Moraga. But his bones kept breaking. Les Franck. <laughs> the, the poor guy, his feet couldn't hold him. And I thought, oh, I hope that's not the case for Zion. Well, Zion had to wait till the calendar turned to 2020 for him to finally get his debut. And it's a when you think about hype and how long you've been waiting, it was a debut that I don't think any of us were expecting. You know, get your feet wet, be a little nervous. You know, you're going up against grown men now. You're not going up against Valdosta State. But what did he do? He uh, exploded for 17 of his 22 points in the fourth quarter. Four for four from three-point range. Now, if there's one thing about Zion that was lacking, it was his three-point shooting. 
He was okay, but he wasn't anybody that was going to sit out there and just bomb them in. Can you get rookie of the year if you don't play the first half of the season? I think you can. <laughs> I really do think you can. I'm sure people will be like, oh, Eric Pascal, and I love Eric Pascal, but I mean, seriously. Uh, now, knock on wood for New Orleans, and I'm not a Falcons fan, but I'm a fan of people staying healthy. It would be nice to see him stay healthy. And you think about getting into shape. He weighed in at 285 yesterday. It was very clear the offseason moves made by David Griffin, who used to run things in Cleveland, now in the Crescent City, that they wanted to remain competitive past the Anthony Davis regime. And getting Williamson, of course, was a huge part of that, literally and figuratively, because the slow start of the season, very few impact players on the trade market. I mean, J.J. Redick, somebody would trade for him, scoring off the bench. Somebody would trade for a Drew Holiday. Somebody would give you a second-round pick for Derek Favors. But now Zion is back, and the Pelicans are actually closer to the playoffs than a lot of people thought. Now, the Pelicans, by the way, in their defense, they have made no indication whether they were shopping guys or not. But now that they're within striking distance, and now they got Zion back, they could actually consider cashing in on one of those assets, or they could just keep it together. It's it's a world in which the Pelicans could trade a veteran or two, pick up a couple of assets for the future, and still make the playoffs. It's an idea worth pursuing, I think, and the trade deadline is coming up fast at February 2nd. So when we talk about moves, as I said, we're basically talking about Reddick favors and holidays. It would not make a lot of sense for the Pelicans to part with any of their good young core. Now, maybe one or two if you could really bring some, but you're not going to trade Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Jackson Hayes, or uh, Nikal Alexander-Walker for a draft pick. You could move a role player like Etwan Moore, Josh Hart, Frank Jackson, if the price is right. But you look at J.J. Redick, he's got one year left on his deal at 13 mil. Derek Favors is a UFA next year. It would be good to cash in on him. Drew Holiday is signed next year for 26.3. And then the year after that, 21-22, he has a player option of 27.2. So I think with Holiday, what you want to do there is do nothing. Let Holiday lead that offense at point. Let him bring the ball up and let Zion have a veteran guy who knows what he's doing. I mean, Drew Holiday would get you a first-round pick and more because they said he's not a rental. Now, you'd have to make the money match, as always, in the NBA. But he scores 20 points a game. He dishes out more than six assists. He has nearly two steals a game. So the option would probably be to do nothing. If I had to trade a guy, maybe it would be Derek Favors. But here's the thing about Derek Favors. He's one of the best defenders on the the team. And the turnaround New Orleans has had in the last month, basically mid-December, coincided with Favors coming back because he was out for a month. But there are a couple things, as I said, that you should consider trading him, and that is he's going to walk. If they don't trade him, you're not going to get anything. 
And the other thing is, he's only played in 26 games, as I mentioned. He's ba- he seems like he misses at least a game a week. He's always got something wrong with him. And then you could say there's positional redundancy if Zion's going to do uh, play the same position. Now, no one really knows where Zion's going to fall. Is He's not a center. He's Is he a power forward? I guess. He's not a small forward. Wait, he's hitting threes. I guess you'd say he's a four. But, listen, the, the Pelicans are better with favors. But that doesn't mean keeping him around is the best thing for the organization. And like I said, you could trade J.J. Redick just to maximize some some assets. One thing we know about Zion is he would benefit from floor spacing, and Redick would definitely bring that. But if you trade Drew Holiday, and as I said, a guy who, by the way, $26 million is actually kind of a reasonable contract nowadays for a star player, an all-star but I think that two-man game between Holiday and Williamson would drive defenses crazy. We haven't seen yet. We've seen it from one game. But glad to have Zion back, and how cool is that for him to just sit for months and watch and watch and relearn how to walk that he comes in and starts balling like that. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 403 5912. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. 
Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. What's going on? Chris Garcia coming up in the next segment. When I said that, it reminded me of Jeff Garcia. Said like that. Quick story about Jeff Garcia. Not the comedian, but the quarterback. Years ago, there was a um, a nonprofit called Halloween Heroes. And... During Halloween, they raised money for kids and kids in need and all sorts of stuff for kids. It was a great charity. I wish I could remember the name of the young lady that ran it, but um, it's CTE, and this was 15 years ago. But they used to have it at FAO Schwarz at Union Edelman at uh, Union Square, and they moved it over to uh, the Exploratorium at the Palace of Fine Arts, and I remember... That's when um, the day after Vernon Davis got yelled at by Singletary and drop he draws and sent to the locker room. He came the next day and was all smiles. I thought Vernon Davis was a big man that day. I really did. But anyway, Halloween Heroes at FAO Schwartz, and uh, it was representatives of every team. Raiders, Niners, A's, Giants, Warriors, Sharks, Earthquakes. I think they were actually there with a clash at that time. And so, um, but there were so many kids lined up because they'd come out and they'd give out toys. And it was a weird thing. It was like kid paparazzi. They were lined up all, and they would they would let in a lot of kids from some areas that were, let's just say, less than savory. And these poor kids had to live there and they didn't have much and their parents couldn't provide much as if they even had parents. And so they were there and they had little shopping sprees and it was really a cool event. And they did that for several years. And some of the players would dress up. I remember one time John Ritchie of the Raiders was wearing this horrible mask, and he came in, and I go, hey, John. And he goes, how did you know I was wearing a mask? And I said, you're wearing a mask? And he's like, yeah, that's funny. I remember Dana Stubblefield looked like he wanted to beat people up. And I was like, and I used to work with him, and I'm like, hey, Stubby, are you going as tough guy? And he's like, what? I'm like, never mind. 
But as I was leaving, I had to leave early, and I was coming down the uh, the escalator, and it opened up to the street. I walked out onto the street there at um, whatever it was, Geary, and all of a sudden, there's, I don't know, 50 kids, and one kid goes, Jeff Garcia! And I went, Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia! And they're holding out pens, papers, footballs, baseballs for me to sign. And I went, uh, I'm not Jeff Garcia. And they went, come on, Jeff, please, Jeff, please, Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't like anything like him. And so <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. So whenever I hear Chris Garcia, I think of Jeff Garcia. But it's funny, the suggestiveness, one kid. And I remember I made eye contact with him right when I was coming down the escalator and his eyes got real big because I'm sure people are like, you know, who who's in there? Who's in there on the Niners? Uh, Stubblefield, Jeff Garcia. Wah! So I'm coming down and it's like, oh, my gosh, that's him. And as soon as he said it, everybody believed him. Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia. So I kind of know what it's like for little kids to scream after you. I know that sounds weird now. It's sort of like, well, I remember one time Eric Burns... I watched him when he was with the A's during BP, and I was down in the dugout, and there were two girls who looked like they were college age, maybe 19 or 20, wearing like Daisy Dukes and bikini tops, and they were both very beautiful girls, and they were like, Eric, come here, we love you, Eric, and he just jogged right by, never acknowledged them, and I thought two things. Number one, what a pro. It's time to work, not a time to flirt. And number two, can you imagine having girls like that scream your name so much that you don't even notice anymore? <laughs> remember David Spade, because people said, you know, David Spade is kind of known in Hollywood to go out with a lot of women. Lara Flynn Boyle and the, the, the mom on Modern Family who's super talented, gorgeous, and funny, and some others. He's a year older than me, and... Uh, I think he still goes out with girls in their 20s. He always talks about, do you have an ox card? He's like, this is a 97 trail, a blazer. I don't even have reverse. But people, somebody asked, do girls throw themselves at you? He said, the only person I ever hung out with who girls literally threw themselves at, like jumped in front of him, was Adam Sandler. I'm like, that's interesting, too. All right. Are we going to talk sports? I guess so. So anyway, about Mark Davis. <laughs> The Raiders yesterday on their Twitter put out this official thing saying, it's official, we're now the Las Vegas Raiders. And you think, well, weren't you already? You have to do that for the league. The Raiders were not allowed to sell anything that said Las Vegas on it last year, which killed them because they're trying to get the ball rolling. But the NFL is like, no, 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 no. Pick a city, okay, and we'll pick it for you because you're there. All your stuff either says Raiders or Oakland Raiders. Otherwise, it's boosted. It's not official. And so they're official now. All you fans listening on KSHP in Vegas, you can buy Las Vegas Raiders stuff. You can, it hurts to say, but it's a reality. And so the town is abuzz with that pretty remarkable-looking stadium they'll never set foot in. But we do know that Derek Carr is getting a house built. Now, maybe it's done already. It was a long time ago. I think it was at the beginning of the season. But anyway, he has a house next to John Gruden, who has eight years and $80 million left on his contract. 
But there's some doubt about whether Derek Carr is going to be around, even though he's under contract for $25 million last year. So social media during the last UFC event in Vegas, Mark Davis was chatting it up with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has moved to Connecticut. That's Vegas. <laughs> it's pretty close to Vegas, I think. I think Stamford, Connecticut, and Henderson, Nevada are about a mile or two away. But he's going to be a free agent after 20 years in New England. And there are some marriages that may be TB12 in Sin City. And Derek Carr told uh, ESPN, I mean, there was a lot of quarterbacks at that fight. He means were. And there was a lot of football players at that fight that are free agents. And it's like every time with my job, it's always a story, no matter what. And knowing some people that were around, I even know what the conversation between Davis and Brady was like. And it's like, come on, man, when is this going to end? Well, it should be noted that Davis later joked that his conversation with Brady was about him fighting Pacquiao to open the stadium. Stadium's going to open, by the way. Cal is going to play UNLV there. But, you know, Davis and Brady are allowed to talk, but they are not allowed to talk about a potential deal because that would violate league tampering rules. You'd say, well, how is that possible? He's still a free agent. Well, the league year hasn't begun yet. I think it's March 1st, I think. So it would be understandable for any franchise to gauge the interest of a guy like Tom Brady. But Carr doesn't seem to be taken too kindly to it. He said, all of these things that you think everyone else would be like, yeah, we're we're going the right way, everything's getting better, and we know where we need to add things and where we need help. You would think that would be the end of the story. But that's not how it works, and I understand that now. Especially when people are seen with certain people, it's like, oh, gosh, well, I was at dinner with Davis last night. Does that count for anything? Golly, it's just funny. But I'm used to it now. But I'll say it this way. I look forward to taking the first snap in that stadium, and I look forward to taking every snap from here on out until I'm done. All right. Well, um, <laughs> his dead cap, if they do cut him, will go to five mil. Last year it would have been 27 and a half. So if they cut bait on him, that'll leave the Raiders 16 and a half mil in extra cap space. But right now he's the best man for the job. But I was right behind Derek Carr as he ran to the black hole in that last home game, which was week 15 of 17, against the Jags that they threw away. And he got booed. And I saw two, at least two fights between Raider fan on Raider fan violence. People stealing stuff, the cacophonies of booze rolling down on him. And I defended Derek Carr. I always defended Carr. Look, he, he said gosh and golly. He doesn't swear. He's married. He's very Christian, blah, 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 whatever. You can do, you can be an atheist. I don't care. Just be a good guy, be a good quarterback. Mostly be a good quarterback. But, you know, he's, uh, it's getting to him. You can tell it's kind of getting to him that a lot of people have uh, turned their back on that guy. When we come back, Chris Garcia, stand-up comedian. We'll see you in a second. Schönes 
you're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Post your next job at Indeed.com slash hire and try skills tests for free. Terms and conditions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Excuse me, Captain. This is your wake-up call from the new TrackPhone Wireless. Uh, what's that now? What if you had to fly this plane while sitting back in the cabin? I wouldn't have any control. Well, that's what it's like going with some wireless companies. But TrackPhone Wireless gives you control. Hmm. Get unlimited talk and text on America's best 4G LTE network starting at $20 a month, no contract. Plus, unlimited carryover data with active service. That's cool, but how'd you get in my cockpit? This is your wake-up call, people. The new TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Uh, you know, people are always asking me, Tiger, uh, how do you do it? And my answer is shut up. Uh, I ask the questions around here. I'm Tiger Woods. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs 
and lightning. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know we love Sketchfest. It is in town. We've had so many of the performers come in, and uh, we're going to uh, bring Chris Garcia on the phone. Chris has been in studio before. He's a uh, stand-up uh, comedian, and his career is really on the rise. He's got a show uh, tomorrow that's already sold out. So let's talk about the one that you can attend on Saturday. That'll be over at the Gateway Theater, just about two blocks from where I sit. It's called Chris Garcia and Friends. Chris, thanks for being on the show again. That sounds like a really warm kind of Saturday morning kids show, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's like, hey, it's Chris Garcia and my underage friends. No, no, it's adults. <laughs> I will be performing with uh, very funny adults. Uh, Beth Spelling's going to be there, who's amazing. Adam, Caton Holland, and Shane Torres. They're all really funny, and we're going to be doing the Gateway at 1 p.m., a daytime show um, yeah. during Sketchfest. I'm really excited about it. I'm not too uh, familiar with politics sometimes. I get so caught up in sports that when I heard about Trump being on Fox and Friends, I literally thought Fox and Friends was a kid's show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like it? It really does. It's like Sesame Street with uh, red hats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of your friends that will be there because um, we, uh, I know them. They've been through here, and we had Adam Caton Holland on again uh, yesterday, and he made a joke about the fact that uh, no one uh, loves a, a comedy spot more than 1 p.m. That's kind of <laughs> – I know for comedians, that's like the crack at dawn, but you guys have to get your game face on early, huh? Yeah, I guess we're going to have to do it during the with the lights on, with the sun outside. Well, it's San Francisco, so it might not be that sunny. But, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I'm up for it. It's that 1 p.m. spot is a little brutal. But for fans, it'll be a nice way, a nice change in a way to break up the day. For us, we'll probably have to talk about it on stage every once in a while, how weird it is, but it'll be fun. The good thing is is that you know everyone there is a real fan, not just, hey, let's go to a comedy show. You know everybody there loves you, so that's cool. Yeah, it's a real test to see who a real fan and my friends who live in San Francisco, who my real friends are. Who are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've had Beth in here a couple of times, and she's so talented. And the one thing that um, I love about her is then she told me the story about opening – for Sarah Silverman, and she said, I have 20 minutes that kill. And so I would go out and kill every night, and there was no pressure on me. And I was thinking about that because when you're a headliner, I mean, you got to get to an hour, and I usually find 20 that kills, 45 that's good, and then trying to find that last 15 minutes. Is that a hard thing to do? Yeah, that's the toughest part because also in stand-up, that's when they drop the check. So it's the check drop. And so your material not only has to – not only do you have to write that much more material, that extra 15 minutes, but it has to be engaging that people being pissed off about how much they had to pay for, like, a beer. Like, it, it has to be – it has to keep their mind off that and keep engaged and laughing. And also, it's your big closer, so it's the pressure to have your biggest laugh of the night or the day, in my case. But – I thought it would be great. I, um, you know, I got to hand pick the comics, and I picked three comedians that purposely I thought would be challenging to follow, just to make it really, just to make it really interesting. Because usually, you know, you have a local uh, opener, and they're not as experienced. 
I picked three of the best headliners that were at the festival this weekend just to up the stakes for me. Yeah, that's very cool. By the way, I, I always hear stories about not getting the check. Have you ever been stiffed? I have never been stiffed. I've, I've lucked out. Very cool. Let's talk a little bit about Shane Torres, who's there, because this guy, I love the fact that how he, uh, let's just say, embraces himself. When you look at his Twitter and it's at Syrup Mountain, I mean, <laughs> right there, I just signed me up for that comedy right there. Oh, yeah. He is so funny and self, so, like, self-aware. He says he looks like a Native American meatloaf impersonator, and he really <laughs> does. He really does. He really nails it. He really knows himself, and it's a real joy to watch. Speaking with Chris Garcia, he's here at Sketchfest uh, tomorrow night. Let's go Atsuko. That's sold out. Uh, but Saturday, you can still see him and most of the protagonists from that Friday show. Uh, that will be at the Gateway Theater at uh, 1 p.m. A couple more questions for Chris. When you um, go on a show like WTF, and I know some people say that they'd rather go on Rogan than host Saturday Night Live, like you'll get more ears on that. Isn't it amazing how this podcast world is not only getting huge, but it's like a, a star-making machine now? Yeah, totally. I mean, Joe Rogan is the biggest podcast star in the world. You know, he just like... He just blew up from that. And so, and Marin, Marin was kind of a fledgling comedian before. And he wasn't fledgling. He was well-respected and well-known, but he really felt like his career wasn't taking off like it should have. And, you know, he started a podcast. The next thing you know, he's right where he deserves, right at top. You know, it's like a star-making machine. Um, when I was at the comedy store in just this last summer, I went to the best of the comedy store, and it was cool. It was a lot of the the vets, the Argus Hamiltons and um, Yakov Smirnoffs, and <laughs> it was cool. Christina P. Eliza Schlesinger came out and 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 just slayed. But they ended up with uh, with Mark, and it's funny because he came out and he went on a stool and he was very quiet and he said, "Yeah, you'll say it was a great show until that last guy with the mustache." <laughs> And I've brought that up with people who know him, and they go, that's him, because even today, with all his success, he thinks he sucks. I mean, do you do, do those things go through your head sometimes, that self-doubt? Yeah, I think as a comedian, we're trying to obviously trying to fill a hole. There is some unprocessed trauma in there <laughs> that we try to fill with cheap laughs, and it is just not fillable. Even at Marin's status, I'm not surprised. It's, it's probably what keeps him good and keeps him sharp and humble. Because, you know, Marin's not one of those guys that's pulling up to the comedy store in a Porsche. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. He's, he's probably, he's got a Toyota, he's got a 2014 Toyota Camry that keeps him <laughs> humble, you know? You know, it's funny. I remember um, David Letterman telling a story about how Freddie Prince, you know, in like 1976 would pull up to the comedy store in a yellow Corvette, and he was the biggest rock star ever. Who would be the guy, and I know the store is just filled with, you know, Bill Burr's every night. But have you ever seen anybody roll up like a rock star like that? Um, I have. Let's see. I've seen rock pull up, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen Joe Coy pull up in his Porsche, which is <laughs> badass. It's like cream-colored leather jacket, clean shoes. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I, I've never seen Kevin Hart pull up, but that's pretty outrageous. And then. I happen to work with Gabriel Iglesias, and he has a car collection that is just bananas. And so he's always pulling up in a different, completely incredible car, whether it's a, a classic microbus 
like some sort of souped up Jeep. It's really cool. Yeah. I like that clean shoes with the classic micro bus. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's cool. Um, what, what kind of shoes do you wear the micro bus? Like, uh, I don't know, Vans or maybe orthopedic <laughs> shoes at this point? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Mark Norman told me he always wears New Balance. It's just what he has to wear. And, like, one time when he was doing his his special, Amy Schumer was producing it, and they're like, yeah, you can't wear those on Comedy Central. And he, like, panicked because he had to get Nikes or something. Do you ever get thrown like that at the last minute? Yeah, I mean, there's things that we have to do that you just, like, you need. Like, Mark needs his new balance. It's the perfect 35-year-old white guy comedian, <laughs> too. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I sometimes have to do uh, jumping jacks to get, you know, just get the energy going. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time there was the holding area was basically just the size of my body. So I had to recalibrate how to do jumping jacks so I wasn't freaked out. <laughs> and so I was just jumping in place and kind of doing jumping jacks where my hands were like all like all the way up and it kind of looked like I was like if I was shipwrecked I was like on an island I was yelling SOS I was kind of like moving like that just because I had to do my my pre-show traditions it's it's uh it's a mental illness stand-up comedy (laughs) I think I saw a documentary like the Toyota workers in Japan have to warm up like that before work too that's how I think of my job too I take it very seriously (laughs) You're on the assembly line for a Camry. (laughs) Full of jokes. Another show. Just two more questions for Chris Garcia. I know you've done This Is Not Happening and, and, you know, Ari starting that at the strip club and Roy doing such a a great job. That's cool to get yourself into that sort of canon of all the the people who have been on that show, huh? Yeah, that was really cool to be asked to do that and tell a story just because the story's there. Like, the caliber of comic that's there to be able – you know, usually we'll get a late night set or something is five minutes and it's really tight and it's so it's always like greatest hits or something like that. Mm-hmm. But to do a, like a 15 minute story uh, for Comedy Central is just so cool. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, quite an honor to do it with Ari and and Roy and everything like that. Super cool. So what's next for you? I know you, you know, you write for TV. You've uh, anything in the hopper we should know about? Um, well, I'm just wrapping up this season of Mystery Glacius that mm-hmm. I write for, and mm-hmm. I'm um, I'm a recurring character. I'm an actor on it, but uh, that wraps in February, and then I'm hitting the road. And so, hopefully, coming back to San Francisco, doing the punchline, you know, going up to Sacramento, doing the punch, and going to a couple cities in Texas, and then going out on the open road, which I'm very excited about. After being in the writers' room for a little while, it's the best. You have a SAG card, don't you? I do. I have a SAG card that uh, it gives me insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. I want to remind everybody, uh, Chris Garcia, his website, chrisgarciacomedy.com. On Twitter, it's underscore Chris Garcia. And if you're in town or you can make it up here to the city, as I said, just a couple blocks over here, just uh, off of North Beach, it is the Gateway Theater. And on Saturday at 1 p.m., Chris Garcia and friends, his friends are Adam Caton Holland, uh, Beth Stelling, and Shane Torres. And it's funny, the other night I went to see Dana Gould at the Punchline, and it was a Friday holiday show, and it was late. And at the end, he said, I'd like to thank the lady who fell asleep during my show. <laughs> so you don't, have, you don't have to worry about that at 1 p.m., right? 
Everyone will be just waking up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Hey, Chris, man, thanks for being on the show. Next time you uh, get a chance, we'd love to have you in studio again, buddy. Rick, you're the best. Thanks so much. All right, great stuff. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back. Open lines, 800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. This is Sports Bio. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. You guys will wear jerseys? For teams that you're not even on, (laughs) but you think you're on the team, you'll be like, yeah, last night, I guess we just didn't score enough. 
Last night, I guess we just didn't play enough defense. We? The Redskins don't need you. Okay, that's like me watching Grey's Anatomy in Scrubs. getting your granny panties all in a bunch. We got Rick Tittle up in here. Off in here, y'all. Coming up next, in person, Mike Stone. Heisman Trophy winner? Kinda. Dog show, baby. After the uh, Wednesday's win over the uh, Knicks, uh, LeBron James of the Lakers uh, just talked about how much he loved playing at Madison Square Garden. And so someone said, can you play here with Bronny? Look, Knicks fans, they're desperate. (laughs) He said, my son is in the ninth grade, man. We're trying to worry about what project he's going to turn in tomorrow. That's what we worried about right now. That's what's important, school, home, and being the best big brother he can be. Well, LeBron James Jr., or Bronny James, turned 15 in October. He's a freshman at Sierra Canyon School down in Southern California. He will graduate the class of 2023. If rules hold right now, he wouldn't be in the NBA until 2024. Now, the NBA has thrown around the possibility, as I said, of maybe changing that back to high school. But LeBron James last year said, you want to ask me what the greatest achievement of my life is. If I'm on the same court as my son in the NBA, that would be number one in my lifetime as an NBA player. I've thought about it because my son is about to be 14, and he might be able to get there a little bit earlier, too. Now, that would require him to be drafted by the Knicks, and it isn't wild to think that the Knicks will be drafting early. And then LeBron would have to go past his contract with the Lakers, which expires in 2022, And then he'd be 37 years old. Could he still play? Of course people will still pay him to play. But I just love that with Knicks fans. We didn't get Kyrie. Can can you come here with your... Come here with your son. Can you come here with your son? I'll think about it. That's LeBron. Come on back. the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Do you like dogs? I think every red-blooded American likes a dog. I like cats better. You're a weirdo. No, but uh, I still love dogs. It's not like, it's like saying I like soccer better than basketball. But I still love basketball. You know, you don't have to just choose one, Mr. Anderson. But I bring that up because Mike Stone is going to join us from the Golden Gate Kennel Club. Basically the uh, the biggie, the big dog show of the West Coast. And I'm always, he's the chairman. And um, he's got a uh, new uh, sponsor, True Panion. Sounds like a true companion. True Panion has health insurance for your dog and over 100 vendors as well. But how about that? health insurance for your dog. So come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-PLAY. And if you have a question, the lines are open. 800-878-PLAY. 800-878-7529. They're open if you want to say, yeah, I got a Shih Tzu and a Rhodesian Ridgeback. But they are not as responsive as my Labradoodle. That type of thing. Why do you have to have a uh, southern accent? I don't know. But um, maybe we'll get some free tickets. Give them away as well. So we'll talk about that. All right. Um, around the world on American Forces Radio Network, you know the troops love they dogs, girl. And um, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Delta Force, Space Force. Space Force is a real deal. I know that Twitter had a field day with the Space Force uniforms, which are camo. And they're camo just so they'll look like military, you know. It's like when you see the, uh, sometimes in the Navy they have the blue camo. So are you really trying to look like the water? Well, what are they supposed to do, wear black outfits with little white dots on them? I don't know. But anyway, if you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. You want to shoot me a tweet? It's at Rick Tittle. Dogs, dogs, dogs. Come on back. At Aaron's, we believe in the magic of wintertime more. That magic that comes from good people out there, always helping others, working hard, and providing for those they love, no matter what. So why are there so many stores unwilling to work with some good people? Just because your credit isn't the best doesn't mean your TV or refrigerator can't be. That's why at Aaron's, we work with you. So you can get flexible lease-to-own plans that fit your budget. Because good people always deserve better. Aaron's. Easy, beautiful, affordable. 
Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 What's in store this week at your local Staples? Big deals that are kind of a big deal. That is, if you consider saving over 30 bucks a big deal. Yeah, I'd say that's a big deal. Well, right now at Staples, a case of True Red Color printer paper is only $28.99. You save $31. That's a crazy big deal. See? I told you. All your office essentials at small prices every day, which is huge if you think about it. Staples, where there's a whole lot more in store. In store only ends 125 20 Out on SKU Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick All right, check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. As promised, we're going to talk a little dogs right now with an expert. Mike Stone is with us. He is the chairman of the Golden Gate Kennel Club. They're going to be having their show at the Cow Palace. That's going to be this weekend. There are going to be uh, two shows. If you're watching on Twitch.tv, you can see Mike on one of our little webcams here. Mike, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Um, dog shows to me are, are fascinating and I'm not the only one. It's always good television and I'm always, uh, I don't think people should be surprised that it always gets good television, ra- television ratings when we see dog shows because we have this love affair with dogs that we just don't have with, with any other animal. Can you put your finger on why that, that the dog is our number one domesticated best friend? I think the one reason is they enjoy wanting to make you happy. And you once as you 
puppies grow older, you guys build a more of a stronger bond, and they're always wanting to please you as you want to pl- have them to please. It's amazing that if you take an, a wild animal and you baby it enough and you almost humanize it over millennia, don't you? Yes, indeed, indeed. This might be the dumbest question you'll ever have, but I'm going to ask it anyway. It's hard for me to believe that you can take a wolf, a, a canine, and then say that is from which the dachshund derives and the Great Dane and the Rhodesian Ridgeback and the Poodle. Are they all derivatives of the wolf? Not necessarily of the wolf itself, but the canine, uh, the canines have grown Probably more of your Siberian, your Arctic breeds would probably more fall into your wolf categories, mm-hmm. where uh, these other breeds were domesticated from or were originated from like Europe and Germany, like the Dachshunds and things like that. Those were developed for there, and they all had purposes. And there's like at the dog show, we have there's seven different groups, so there's seven different categories, which is hounds, sporting, working, terriers, toys, non sporting. And herding breeds. So all these different breeds have certain working functions. Is it true that the Australian Shepherd is the smartest of all the dogs? I always hear that thrown around. I will say they're one of the smartest. I wouldn't say they're the, the smartest, but they are one of the top top dogs. Shelties are very smart. Poodles are very smart. They all do very, very well in obedience. Now, of course, you might not want to answer this because you, quote-unquote, love all your children the same, but is there a dumb breed of dogs? I wouldn't say a dumb breed. (laughs) I mean, some are just more lazier or hard-headed. Okay. (laughs) More donkey-like? Yeah, some are more more, um, aloof, and they don't just, you know, I don't want to do this. Right. It's funny you say everyone had a a job. Like, was was the bulldog to herd the bulls? Was that true? Well, the bulldogs were used for for bullying, and what they would do is actually grab a hold of the bull's snout and hold wow. on, and they're very strong in the jowl. Wow. And then dachshunds would go in and ferret out ferrets out of holes and yes. things like that? Yes, There are several different breeds that do that. They dig and they go down in the holes. And All right, let's talk about the show because, um, and I've been to your dog show before. It's a lot of fun at the Cow Palace. And by the way, if you're interested, there's a family plan, two adults, two children for Fifty-nine bucks. Children under three are free. I find it, and you talk about categories, but for me, when you get best in show, and you talk about comparing apples to oranges, well, you're comparing dogs that are uh, just as different as different can be. How is it that you can say when you take in all the seven classes that you'd say that is the very, very, very best? I mean, to me, it seems like an impossible task. Well, first of all, it's. It's one person's opinion on one given day. Right. So it's that judge's opinion on a given day. And it's just like when they're watching, they're looking for a dog's movement. You know, they'll take them around and see how well they're moving out, or maybe they might stumble a little bit. So those things would maybe well, that would help change the judge's decision on which dog that they would put up. I mean, usually when they go in, they see them, and sometimes they'll pick out two or three that they like right away, and then they'll work those dogs. And it's kind of a process of elimination, the way they, they, they structurally go over the dogs. Because every breed has its own standard. Mm-hmm. And that's recognized by the American, or is adopted by the American Kennel Club through the parent club of each breed. And then the American Kennel Club has a, a standard that the judges have to learn each standard for each breed. And that's what they judge each dog off of that standard. 
Right. What does a collie do best? You're not going to judge that on a Bichon Frise. Right. But every every breed has its own. Like there's height, there's heights for some breeds, length of body, angulation. You know, they look for shoulder placement. You know, head type. You know, some breeds have a narrower head. Some breeds call for a, a longer head. You know, short ears, rectangular shape ears, tail sets. So each breed has its own standard, and in that standard, it gives you a, a detailed emphasis of what area is important for that particular breed. How much is discipline a part of it? Because I kind of feel like if a dog like barks or if it like, you know, snaps at someone, you'd be like, well, that dog's not very disciplined. You've just ruined everything. He's out. Yeah. Um, well, they first of all, they, they can't snap. Okay. They, they, you don't want that. That's mm-hmm. not acceptable right. in showing dogs. But I mean, Barking or something, you know, for and uh, for um, what is the word I want to use for enthusiasm? Mm-hmm. You know, when the judge walks, watches a dog, you know, they look for expression. They watch the dog go up and back, see how sound they are. They look when they have them go in a circle. They look for side gate, see how well they reach and drive. You know, if they carry a good top line or what they're ta- you know, depending on each breed. Some breeds calls for a slight rise over the loin, like a greyhound. So there, those were things that the judge looks for when they're judging all the different breeds. Have you ever had a dog go crazy and just because I don't know if, if there's like <laughs> the point where maybe it's just why we thought this dog was a, a show dog and he's going nuts right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get dogs that get really excited for uh, showing. Um, I've seen dogs that get really excited when the when they're in the ring and the public or the people start clapping for the dog right so they get really excited with that clapping so they get amped up for it have you been bit oh yes <laughs> not terribly but uh, yes what would be the the worst one that you got bit the worst injury oh it's i wouldn't say it's never terrible i mean it's never enough where i've had to uh have to go back and mm-hmm. have major surgery it's just usually a little a few nips in here, and you know my hand swells up a little bit. But they yeah. don't have to like reattach your leg. No, nothing no. like that. I haven't lost a finger or had to do anything like that. No. Knock on wood. Yes. It was funny. Just on Thursday, Mike was talking about how he never lost a finger. Um, what would just um, before we go to a break here, we have another segment with Mike on the other side. But what what are two or three of your favorites, favorite breeds? Uh, that's a hard question because. I find that it's not so much the breed itself, it's the dog itself. So um, being in this industry, I find that, you know, it's dogs itself because not the breed. You know, it's the breed in general, but I find that having individual dogs have different personalities and and aspects of the breed or, you know, they want to work hard for you and try to, you know, work with you and work for you and stuff. Very cool. We're going to take a quick break on the other side more with Mike Stone. He is the chairman of the 2020 Golden Gate Kennel Club Dog Show right here at the Cow Palace. Two shows, Saturday and Sunday, and uh, it's going to be 8 to 6, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. both days. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Don't go! Don't go! Don't go! Big dogs, little dogs, baby dogs, and triple dogs. Don't go! All right, there it is. Uh, I put that song in by request. Thank you, Dominic. Dog Show from... Saturday Night Live. We're here with uh, Mike Stone, reminding everybody to check out uh, the Golden Gate Kennel Club Dog Show this weekend at the Cow Palace shows Saturday and Sunday. And you think about um, you know dog shows in in on television and in movies. I'm sure you've seen Best in Show with the Christopher Guest gang and all those uh, actors. And what did it mean to you? Because people should know that not only are you the chairman, but you also you handle dogs yourself. Uh, how close was that movie and some of the neurotic mania that went with it? It's real. <laughs> totally real. 
I think uh, the the one thing that always kind of cracks me up is when the and I don't know why, but when the handler has to trot with the dog. Because it always seems like the women are dressed as if they're in the symphony as a violist or something. It's always like with the skirt. It's a very traditional, almost like British type of thing, isn't it? Yes, it is very much so. I remember a lot of shows when we first started, a lot of this sport did come from Europe. How much do you think nowadays, too, that some – because I know a lot of people are like, don't get a purebred, don't pay $1,000 for a dog – get a rescue dog, and it's almost like purebred dogs have a bad name now. Uh, that's, that's a true, that's a myth in my opinion. I mean, you have these these designer dogs mm-hmm. that they're saying, you know, but you breed a dog that has one problem, let's say, you know, hip problems, and you breed it to another dog that has, you know, problems too. It doesn't get better. <laughs> Right. I mean, people. It's a, a myth. It's a. It's a good. It was a good marketing tool, but it's not the truth. I mean, do you, I tell people do their research, ask questions, want to meet the parents, really check out. You know, take your time and don't rush into it. Really study. I mean, there's rescues. Rescues are good. Rescues need to happen. It's important that you know we get out there and. But it's also it's the foundation of where these dogs have started. It's I mean raising a dog it's it it's a built like building a home. You have to have a good foundation, and that's where the owners have to start when they get a puppy. Start building the foundation. Before once you build the foundation, then you can start structuring, and build your house, and that makes a good dog. You know that they say that some horses just can't be broken. They're going to be wild and ornery. Have you? Especially as someone, by the way, you have your own business in, in Granite Bay where you have a kennel. What's the name of the business? Uh, Granite Bay Kennels. Granite Bay Kennels. There it is. You can't miss it. Um, have you had a dog where it's just like, this This dog is pure evil? I can't help it? Yeah. We've had dogs that come in, and we tell the owners, you know, after their stay, we suggest that they find, uh, like, a house sitter because the kennel environment wasn't really uh, conducive for their dog. And so... Because we're our thing is we look out for the dog and we want the dog to have a great experience at our facility and that's having dogs. It's all important about you know having a dog, having fun with your dog, doing things with your dog. You know, dog shows. You can do it's other th- aspects of it. There's agility. There's obedience things that you can do. There's fast track at dog shows you can do. There's all kinds of things that are out there. AKC.org has a great website that you can go to. Golden Gate Kennel Club has a website. All this information's out there. AKC, the American Kennel Club, that's where you get your papers on purity yeah. and such things? That's where the, yeah, all the all of our dogs are registered with the American Kennel Club at the show. They're basically, they're, they are a giant registry body, and dogs that are AKC registered are purebred dogs. New breeds coming into the dog show world, they have to start somewhere. They started off, but they have to, it's a registration they have to start a registration book, and they have to show li- many years of lineage of purebred dogs, to, and then they get recognized by the American Kennel Club. A couple more questions from Mike Stone for the uh, Golden Gate Kennel Club dog show this weekend at the Cow Palace. Have you ever had a dog uh, and thought, I'm taking this thing to Westminster, or I'm going to London? Like, do you think, like, I got to, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I have to show it to the world. Oh, absolutely. There's dogs I've come across my path that... I get, and it's like I'm going, we're, uh, this dog's going to go well. We're going to do well. We're going to go to Westminster. 
And you have the cloud at this point to say, well, if Mike Stone says it's a good dog, it's a good dog. I think so. That's pretty cool to build up that type of rep, huh? I've been doing this for 47 years, so <laughs> it's been a lot of hard work, but what all works Hard work pays off. I mean, that's like the Golden Gate Kennel Club. We put a lot of work. This show's been around for over 100 years. I mean, we started in San Francisco for a long time. The first shows was at an ho- old hotel. and was done over three days or four days. Wow. And this was um, like in the early 1900s? Early 1900s, correct. Wow. Uh, let's talk about some of the fun things that are going on. On Saturday, I'm looking at some of the events, and the one that really sticks out for me is the All-Breed Fashion Show at 2.45 p.m., and I would think something that goes beyond dog in a sweater. Yep. The owners and, the, and their dogs dress up and different characteristics for the breed, and then they dress up and they have the opportunity to walk, walk the red carpet. Is what we say. <laughs> Walk the catwalk. And then on uh, Sunday, right before Best in Show at 6 p.m. at 5.30, and all you got to say is a collective, aw, Best Puppy in yes. Show. Yeah. I didn't know that you judged puppies. Yep. The puppies are six months of age, minimum six months of age to 18 months of age. So there's a Best Puppy in class on Sunday. On Saturday, there's Best Owner Handler. And, of course, both days is Best in Show each a best in show winner each Saturday, each day, Saturday and Sunday. Have you ever brought home the best owner slash handler award? I'm not eligible. Oh, how about in the past? Oh, well, you've always been. I've been a professional handler right. for for forty. I mean, I started off when I was a young man, mm-hmm. um, so I I'm not eligible for that category. But I've brought home several best in show ribbons <laughs> in my lifetime. Yes. What is the best dog you ever had? Can you judge it? Uh-oh. Can I judge it? Can no. you, I'm sorry. Can you pick it? Like what? I let's put it. This, I wouldn't say there's one particular dog. I've had several dogs in my lifetime that I've shown. Let's just say right now, Queen Elizabeth says, "I need the best dog you've ever had." Show me now. Who is it? Well, I've about there. I had. A, I've had some great Basset hounds that I've shown over the years. Wow. I've had uh, some wonderful Alaska Malamutes. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, it happened to be my own breed, but yes. I'm, when you say your own breed, what does that mean? Uh, it's a breed that my wife and I raise and uh, show. Is it called the Stone or the Granite no. Bay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just Alaska Malamutes. Our kennel name is Silver Ice. Silver Ice. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. I When I look at some of the dogs, it looks like they have 19 names. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Is that the trainer and the kennel and the... A lot of the beginning, the, the prefix of a lot of the names are kennel names. So it'll be like, you know, Stony Ridge, Jonathan, and then there'll be Stony Ridge, you know, whatever. But there, mm-hmm. a lot of kennels put their prefix on their on the beginning of the dog's name and the registered name. But then they'll have a call name, what we call a call name, which is a short name. So, you know, mm-hmm. come on, Johnny, let's go. Right. Ginger. Exactly. Ginger. Um have you ever had a, as you just said, I mean, I, w- I would probably say yes when you said best in show is pretty real. Have you ever had an epic meltdown of an owner saying, you're an idiot, my dog was best, you don't know what you're doing here? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a great a great story about when there was a meltdown like that? Uh, you know, I just, people have their own opinion, and I just, you know, I try my best, all I can say to them, and, you know, if they want to go someplace else, they can go someplace mm-hmm. else. But, you know, I, I put my heart and soul in, in doing this. I've worked very hard for many years. I'm very talented at what I do. 
that's what helps me achieve my goals with the dogs and getting into the dogs and, you know, getting a good relationship with them and then putting them through their paces. What do you think about cats? Uh, cats are great. Okay. I actually I have a cat. Okay. I have one cat. You have one cat amongst yeah. a thousand dogs? Yes. <laughs> the cat has the run of the house, obviously. Of course. Right. <laughs> um, what did you, you know, when I was growing up, it was uh, in the 70s, that was the Doberman Pinscher. That was the one that we were all scared of. And of course, you know, German Shepherds were guard dogs. But then we went sort of into this Rottweiler phase in the 80s. And now the Omen. Yes. That was the movie that made Rottweiler. <laughs> wow, you're right. And then Pitbull Terriers. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of times when, when I people say, oh, if you had a Pitbull, you know how loving and great they are. But then again, how genetically um, disposed are they to attack and turn on their masters? Because, you know, I've always heard like the St. Bernard is the number one for turning on their masters. All breeds, all breeds have a purpose. And like I said, your terriers, they're bred, they're varmint dogs, they're, they're ratters. That was what they were bred for. Mm-hmm. Your sporting dogs are to go out and f- either hunt and flush. Your hounds are scent hounds or sight hounds. So all these dogs have a purpose. Your toy dogs are companion dogs. You have your herding breeds, which would go out in the field and herd livestock, you know. So they all have pit bulls. American Staffordshire Bull Terriers, whatever, they're all, I've shown some, they're a great dog. They have good temperaments. The thing is, as I said earlier, it's all about the foundation and teaching right from wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just like people. You have good people and you have not so good people. It's just the way that you're brought yeah. up and mm-hmm. where your values are. You ever had a pointer? Yes. Do they really point? Yes, they do. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Uh, once again, uh, you can go, um, where do you go online for the tickets, by the way? You can go to Golden Gate Kennel Club Dog com. You can also get $2 discounts at Pet Club. Very good. 135 different breeds of dogs. There will be over 1,000 dogs, two different shows. Uh, it'll all begin this Saturday at the Cow Palace, 8 a.m. to 6, Sunday, 8 a.m. to 6 as well. And, um, Best in show um, uh, both days will be at uh, 6 p.m. This is your Super Bowl, your Christmas, your 4th of July. It's all this weekend. How exciting for you, huh? It's exciting. We've been, we've been down here. I've been at the Cow Palace since Monday setting up, so it takes us a few days to get this all you set gotta up. you got to clear out that Dickens Fair, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, Mike, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll talk to Bruce Marshall, a little hockey on the other side. Come on back. charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests which let a candidate show that they're the right hire and we give you this magic music which will inspire the perfect hire to begin clog dancing okay there's no magic music but skills tests that's a for sure see why independent research by silk road shows indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site post your next job at indeed.com hire and try skills tests for free terms and conditions apply
Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts too, but some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, thank you for everyone watching on Twitch TV. We got a couple people chiming in. Thanks for uh, uh, the compliments there. Oh, so many compliments always. Uh, anyway, especially when we have Bruce Marshall on the show, Bruce Marshall, who has the uh, gold sheet down there in Vegas for all your prognostication needs. But we always talk a little hockey when we bring Bruce on once a week. And, um, Bruce, uh, first of all, how how has it been so far? Is there still a honeymoon for Peter DeBoer and the Knights? 
Uh, rapidly uh, diminishing here. I mean, they've uh, they've only won one of three, although it was a pretty good comeback to at least salvage a point Saturday at the Montreal. Uh, but um, uh, you know, then losing the next night at Boston. They haven't played badly, but they're not uh, they're not making a move yet in the standings. And as uh, we'll certainly talk about in a moment, I'm sure uh, the Pacific Division quite a logjam at the moment. Uh, there with four teams, they currently sit fifth. Which is all just uh, uh, just on tiebreakers and things right now. Although four teams are sitting on 57 points, but um, everybody has at least one, some two, some three games in hand on the Knights uh, here at the All Star break. So that's a little bit of a concern, and uh, they're going to pretty soon running out of track. But I think you know overall, almost everybody's still in this thing. As long as the NHL is going to be uh, awarding uh, the, the you know, only two points for a win, and uh, you still get a point if even if you lose in overtime. Uh, it's going to create these sorts of log jams. So it's it sort of turns into like a sprint to the you know to the. It's like a ten thousand meter race at the Olympics. Everybody starts running hard the last lap, and I think that's what we're going to see again in the NHL as we move towards uh, the end of the regular season in early April. Yeah, I went to the All Star game last year in in San Jose, and 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 it was fun uh, as always as All Star games are. But it's just. You never know what you're going to get. They they change things up. They have the three-on-three, three, and now we're going to have this three-ass competition. I remember years ago, Marty Turco was mic'd up during the game, and he was having a conversation with the announcer. He's like, hold on, i got to make a save. I mean, they they really have almost been like the, the guinea pig for, for other professional leagues to try to spice it up. Remember, it was uh, North America versus the world, and then it was like Canada, just Canada versus the world. Uh, is the All-Star game something you look forward to, or do you give it a pass? I give it a pass, although I, I don't find this as bad. The NHL seems to acknowledge that it is just goofing around with this thing and trying something different, and the skills thing is kind of fun. It's sort of like a hockey celebration. It's more for the fans. Like you were there at San Jose last year. They did a nice job mm-hmm. for the fan, the fan fest and all that. It, it's it's a good deal. It's some of these All-Star games. That, I mean, the NBA seems to take it. I find it easier to watch than the NBA, which I can't watch. Uh, their all-star game takes itself much too seriously. I wonder, um, you know, there was a point um, long ago when the first expansion happened. Now, they were still, the first year of expansion, they were still playing the champion team from the previous year was playing the rest of the all-stars from the rest of the league. And that first year, it was actually Toronto was playing a team of all-stars. Then they went into the old East versus West thing when you you had all the expansion teams in the West. And there was a little bit of a rivalry there. But it, it's been hard to delineate. How do you? How do you? Uh, the, the conferences. I mean, I, I would, you know, just go back to that. Maybe you can rekindle some rivalry between the conferences. But I mean, they've switched these teams around so much over the years that it doesn't have as much pop as it used to have. So I just take it for what it is. It's kind of a fun thing, and don't get too uh, serious about it this weekend. All right. Um, I want to talk about. We don't talk about the Blue Jackets very often. I probably think of the four major sports. They are maybe the most. Uh, I don't want to say anonymous, but. We don't talk about the Blue Jackets a lot. Sergei Brabovsky, he laughed for a whopping 70 mil, and he took his act between the pipes down to Florida. So they said, okay, we're going to go with Jonas Corposalo, even though he had never been a full-time starter. Well, lately, it's a kid named Elvis Merzlikens, and this guy has had three shutouts in the last four games. He's a 25-year-old rookie and over his last 10 starts he's allowed just 15 goals it's a 955 save percentage and to me this is one of those things 
that I always like about uh, sports is a guy who nobody ever heard of just comes in in the middle of the season and starts getting it done. That's uh, Jordan and Bennington last year in the, in the Blues. Yeah. And look what happened uh, there. Uh, but you're right, Corpusalo held Fort pretty well, and now Merzlikens has come in nice. They have not missed Bobrovsky one bit. And this is making uh, Yarmo uh, kick a line and look like he knew what he was doing here in the offseason. He, he knew he was going to have some guys on the move uh, last year uh, playing out their contract. They, they went for it last uh, spring. Um, and they they made them got uh, a, a memorable playoff a sweep out of it there against the the, the Lightning, um, but everybody thought they'd drop back. They are on a pace now for 100 points. I think Kukalainen is a guy who could be in the in the running for a GM of the year for executive of the year in the NHL, as this team is fighting for a playoff spot that nobody thought it would be able to do. So goaltending has certainly been a, a surprise there. And if they keep getting and 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 if Merzik if Merzlikin keeps playing like this, and they've got Corpus Allah, that's a pretty good one-two down the stretch. I think Columbus might make the playoffs. Yeah, you think they're playing? They're paying less than three mil for their three goalies, and their save percentage is top five. And the other guy went for seventy. It's just <laughs> it happens in sports sometimes. Yeah. Speaking with Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet in Vegas, a couple more hockey questions. You know, and the other thing, just as an aside, I remember, um, and I think I talked about this with you before, maybe a couple of years ago, but when the Sharks. We're in Vancouver, and something happened to the starter, and they couldn't go to Worcester to get somebody in time. That was when they had their AHL affiliate way over in Massachusetts. So they got a kid from the University of Vancouver, their goalie, and he was the backup that day. There's no other sport. Can you imagine the NFL taking the Florida State quarterback and making him Tom Brady's backup for a day? Remember when the Blackhawks had to get the uh, guy in, in goal because of a rash of injuries, and and uh, he'd been playing in a local beer league, and then all, all of a sudden he was he was in goal that night. Yeah, it, it can happen like that in the NHL. I think that's sort of an endearing uh, quality to it, uh, but uh, it's, that's one of the things a little different. And the other thing too, but just while well, we're talking about differences in the NHL, it's the way these teams can go out on the road and win. I mean, we talked about Columbus a second ago; they've been able to play there. Most of the teams are able to go out on the road and win. I mean, there's some teams in the NBA that never, you know, all they do is win at home. They can't win it all on the road. Um, and uh, we see that in other sports as well. That's what I think we like about the NHL. You can get some of these quirky things. And uh, we certainly see that in the playoffs every year. You know, if you're an eight in the NHL playoffs, you got a shot. You know, eight versus one in the NBA, that doesn't, that's usually a pretty big mismatch. Uh, not in the NHL, and that's what we like about it. You, you talk about quirky. When my Sharks were going to the playoffs, like, 16 out of 17 years they always had problems with special teams in fact that was one of the reasons they brought in McClellan from Scotty Bowman's staff as that was sort of like his fort but here are the Sharks who are not going to make the playoffs I don't think they have the best PK in the league I mean how quirky is that yeah there's another quirky thing there um and you'd, you'd think though that that should reflect in something but there's such a fine line in, in the in the NHL and it's you know, sometimes those stats, you, you know, you have to drill a little bit deeper and see where the, where they are. So that sort of surprises that they would be ranking that high. In the well, PK especially and, especially and, with terrible goalies, too. Yes, right. Yeah, it would, and they haven't been getting good work from goal, but it's just you know, you know, one of those things. But you're right; they're they've been a disappointment, and 
and you wonder there where this is all going. And all that money they spent on Eric Carlson, they weren't able to keep some of the other guys. They had to break up some of the core. Carlson must be thinking, what did I get myself into right now? You wonder what the Sharks are going to be doing at the deadline. It's the first time in a while. The Sharks have usually been pretty active, and, and Doug Wilson's been able to bring guys in every year to fortify a playoff run uh, at the deadline. This year, that doesn't look like the case. Is San Jose going to start to sell? Uh, this is going to be an interesting thing to watch as we come up on the deadline in a couple weeks. I think they will sell, by the way. And the only thing I say to, to EK65 is it could be worse. He could still be on the Sens. I mean, that would. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, the other thing, too, you know, we were talking last week about how California is the, the worst hockey state right now with the Ducks, the Sharks, and the Kings. Um, when when you look at, at uh, Sean Walker, I don't really know if I knew who he was before this year, and now you could say he's their best blue liner. I mean, I guess that says something about their season, right? Yeah. Oh, I I think so. And you know, and it's it's uh you know a lot of these, uh, you know, with the, the Kings, um, you know what what's going on with them? It's it's all it all fell apart so quick, and they've made a couple of coaching changes, and um, it, they just don't seem to be making much headway. They seem to like. They like what they've got in, in their system there, and then they think that uh, Walker and some of these others are going to be able to help. But um, in a league where everybody seems to sort of have a chance, I mean, to be sitting way down there the way the Kings are, it's funny how things flip. In a, you know, a few years ago, they're playing the Devils in the uh, in the finals, and look at those two both near the bottom. The Red Wings have been on top for so long. Now they're on the bottom. So I guess the, the moral of the story is when you fall in the NHL, you can fall pretty hard if you're not preparing for it. And the Kings, this painful rebuild, and they're nowhere near getting back into contention uh, this year. One more question, hockey-wise. We remember when the Leafs gave Mike Babcock the most money any coach had ever had, and he's already been shown the door. Sheldon Keefe comes in, and he's been doing a lot better. And a lot of people said, well, he's taken the chains uh, off his players. Now, I'm not in that dressing room, but... It's interesting when you think about how you're going to give one guy all the money you've ever had and then fire him, and then the next guy who's not making, you know, <laughs> hardly one-tenth of what the other guy made, he's just letting them play hockey. And I think that's what all any athlete wants to do is just do what they do best, right? Yeah, and uh, this is sort of the sign of the times. And you could almost say the same thing about, you know, Peter LaViolette. Uh, in in, uh, uh, in Nashville and, and then some of the other things that was you know different situations with Montgomery and Peters perhaps what went on with them but the old school sort of coaches now are, are and like Babcock are just not relating here to the young the young guys anymore and they don't want the the taskmasters anymore they'd rather have a younger guy like Sheldon Keefe who lets them go and it's not in their face um, you know in the NBA we've sort of seen that it doesn't always work. Minnesota Timberwolves, and they moved Tom Thibodeau out. He was cracking up on these guys to play defense. They didn't want to do it. Ryan Saunders replaces him. Just roll the ball out there and play, boys. But they're even worse than they were with Thibodeau. Toronto was sort of underachieving. I thought that made it made sense to make that move. But you wonder, he's letting them skate, but um, they're doing it all on one end of the ice. I mean, this you know the, the sort of format that works in the playoffs is not one the Leafs are adhering to. But they might be thinking, what the heck, let's try something different because we always seem to run into the Bruins in the playoffs. Maybe Keefe will help us. It might be a worthwhile gamble for Toronto, but it's a trend league-wise. These old authoritarian sort of coaches are on the way out, I'm afraid. Yeah, and if you want to go T-Wolves, you go back to the original Taskmaster and Eric Musselman. That one didn't work out very well there either. All right, let's talk about the gold sheet. We have Super Bowl hype. What's going on? 
Yeah, next Monday, our Super Bowl issue. We're going to be preparing that here this weekend, so we're still trying to figure out who we're going to go with. But um, it will be the uh, shortest point spread since uh, the Seahawks and Patriots went off at the pick about, what, five years ago? And uh, before that, 49ers and Bengals won was about a pick 38 years ago. So uh, we're in some uh, historic waters here with the pick sort of looking Super Bowl. We'll be having all that on Monday. Uh, tonight, Gold Sheet Basketball is out there. Uh, up at goldsheet.com, my picks there, also vegasinsider.invest.com, Twitter at Bruce A. Marshall. We're dark on the NHL through the All-Star break, but picks start up again next Monday. It is the All-Star break. Bruce, enjoy the break. Enjoy the game. Thank you so much for your time and your insights, as always, buddy, and we'll chat soon. Have a good weekend, Rick. Thanks. Right. Thank you very much. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll get on back. fly somewhere looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets then call that's right call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals fly domestically and save up to 75 percent you can even fly internationally and save even more yes fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets we'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels rental cars even complete travel packages so don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on u.s and international airline tickets and hotels Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. 
Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back. we still got another hour to go, and I'm talking an hour to go. By the way, Larry Walker, something to note about him is that now that he found out he's in the Hall of Fame, 76% just made it. And um, he will be the first ever plaque with a Rockies cap. And he said it was a hard decision being Canadian, uh, but I had to pick Colorado because that was the majority of where my damage was done. Parts of 10 seasons with the Rocks, Six years with the Expos, two seasons with the Cards. The only one he could have considered, I would think, would be the Expos. Now, the Hall of Fame will pick if you want to do something weird. Now, maybe Todd Heldon joins him someday. Only three teams now do not have a uh, cap in the Hall of Fame. The Rays, the Marlins, and the Nationals. Obviously the Nationals because, well, they're technically the Expos. Still waiting for the Marlin, and we're waiting for the Ray. I remember when they signed uh, Jose Canseco and Vinny Castillo and Wade Boggs. They said, if you go in the Hall of Fame, you got to wear a Ray's hat. And Jeff Eilson of the Hall of Fame said, no, 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 you can't put that in a contract. Otherwise, we'll give him a blank hat like a Donruss card. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> 